0: good morning friends i'm so happy that you could join us for another bible study session i am your presenter for today through the power of god brother Chevron montague and i will be looking on diet for this week friends we're going to discover god's dietary plan and watch some of the foods that we eat, how it affects us. Friends, you don't want to miss a morning. So I hope that you will join us throughout the mornings as we look at this very important topic. But before we go in, bow your heads with me as I pray. Father in heaven, we are truly grateful. We are glad for the power of your Holy Spirit be with us now as we enter into your words it's my prayer in jesus precious name amen and amen so brothers and sisters we're going to be looking at some very important things tonight today this morning and our topic is entitled diet and the mind diet and the mind this is what we want to look at As a matter of fact the Bible tells us that we should be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of our mind that's Romans 12 and verse 2 so we want to understand what this means to us we want to understand and to be able to apply to our daily life and to understand brothers and sisters that diet and the mind goes hand in hand in other words what we eat affect how we think let that one sink in so we want to continue today and it's very important that to know that the mark of the beast and the seal of God is both placed in the forehead. Let me repeat that one more time. The mark of the beast and the seal of God are both placed in the forehead. That is very significant because that speaks to where God speaks to us as his children, that speaks to the seed of intelligence where we make decisions, whether for God or against Him. So that's very important that we have clear minds. And if we have clear minds, the Holy Spirit can speak to us. But if we don't have clear minds, and our mind is clouded with the things of this world, then we will not receive the seal of God. So, that speaks about the frontal lobe. This is called the frontal lobe. Now, it says here, we have a, a little thing about the frontal lobe. It says, after four lobes that makes up the cerebral cortex, the frontal lobe is the largest. It plays a huge role in many of the functions that make us human. Listen to what it controls. It controls our memory it control our language, our movement, our judgment, and abstract thinking. So it's very important. This is very important for us to have a clear frontal lobe where God can speak to us, where we can get communication through the Spirit of God. And in this study, we want to also use the Spirit of God Prophecy, yes, brothers and sisters. As the end time church, God has given us a prophetess, and she has a message to help us to understand what is going on. And so, this, brothers and sisters, is taken from the book Acts of the Apostles, Acts of the Apostles, page 5 1. Eight paragraph two. It says those who would not fall prey to Satan's devices must guard well the avenues of their souls. They must avoid reading, seeing, or hearing things that which will suggest impure thoughts. So notice hearing, seeing, reading. And may I also add eating, because things that we eat can be cloud the mind and help us also to have impure thoughts. But we're going to get into it. So diet and the mind. Diet and the mind. All right. So let's go forward now, brothers and sisters. Ministry of health page two four one it says disease it's sometimes produced and is often greatly aggravated by imagination so that means disease sometimes starts with our thinking it says many are lifelong invalids Who might be well if they only thought so? Many imagine that every slight exposure will cause illness, and the evil effect it produces because it is expected. Let me read it again: that the evil effect is produced because it is expected that mean you thought about it you you think about it it says many die from disease the cause of which is wholly imaginary many die of disease which is wholly imaginary meaning it is only in the mind and because we think about it because we think about it then it becomes The reality that we face so there's something that is called a placebo effect right and let me tell you what a placebo effect is so they did a study once a certain people had a a certain disease before I, I tell you that let me read this for you it says a placebo is anything that seems to be a real medical treatment but isn't It could be a pill, a shot, an injection, or some other type of fake treatment. What all placebos have in common is they do not contain any active substance meant to affect health. So in other words, as I was saying before, a test was done. And with this test was done. It was done for some people that were sick. Now these people were sick and uh, the doctors came and said listen we have your treatment but little did they know that the only thing was in the capsule that the doctors gave them was water and sugar so in this capsule was no healing properties nothing to affect the health in any positive way however they went ahead and they took the capsule, and because the doctor said this was the this was um, had healing properties, they believed because health starts with our mind, diseases start in the mind. So they believed that what they got was healthy, and it had an effect on the body. They started to feel better. And that is the placebo effect. And it's the same thing with our minds. If we don't have pure thoughts, we don't think things that are pure and holy, this will affect how we react in our daily lives. Let's continue. It says Research on the placebo effect has forecast on the relationship of mind and body. It says, one of the most common theory is that the placebo effect is due to appearance expectation. If the person ac- expects a pill to do something, then it is possible that the body's own chemistry can cause effect to what a medication might have caused. Simple as that. Thinking in the mind. Thinking in the mind. Now, what? let us go to the bible because this is a bible study let us go to the bible and understand what the bible says no a text that we always quote a text that we know so well which speaks about jesus saying he is the messiah unto us a child is given and unto him Uh, A a, a child is born, but before we go to that, let us look at Isaiah 26 and verse 3. God wants our mind, brothers and sisters. God wants our mind. It says, thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee because thou trusted in thee so if we have our mind stayed on jesus then he will keep us in perfect peace why because we will have the assurance that he tells us that he will never leave us nor forsake us we have the assurance that he tells us that he will keep us when we're going through our trials he will be there when we're going through the fires he will also be there anything that we're going through he will be in our midst to keep us to grant us peace to grant us health to grant us pure thoughts everything that we need once our minds is stayed upon him he will keep us in perfect peace Romans 12 verse 2 as we quoted it in the beginning And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove that which is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So while our minds are transformed, that is the only way we can prove that which is good and perfect and acceptable will of God. God. Let's continue also to a very important scripture. Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 26. It says, My son, give me thine heart. Now, heart in the Bible in many occasions refers to the mind. So it could be read like this my son, give me thy mind and let thine eyes observe my ways. And that is lead that speaks to our decision making. Right? And also a scripture that we oftentimes read. We oftentimes read the scripture. And something that we know very well. In Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, notice what it says. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. And we know that Emmanuel being interpreted, it means God with us. But that is a scripture that we often t- we read many times, brothers and sisters, and we just leave it there. But the Bible tells us something in verse 15 that we should consider today while going through the study. It says, butter and honey shall he eat that he may refuse the evil and choose the good can you imagine brothers and sisters the bible here says that jesus's diet assisted him in making right decisions and so we will find out that when you go through the bible from genesis to revelation we would see that one of the tricks that the devil will seek to play on mankind, he always seeks to attack the diet. He tempted Adam and Eve with the apple. The children of Israel, as, as they were in Egypt, they, they clamored after the flesh pots of Egypt. And, brothers and sisters, it's very important to note. Jesus had a specific diet, and the diet that he had, it assisted him in his decision-making. But we will stop here for today. But we will continue throughout the week looking at diet and the mind. And we will transition into other presentations as well. May, as we study this week, you will be enlightened, you will be enriched, and you will understand what God wants you to understand. Shall we pray? Oh, Father in heaven, as we have started today, speak to our minds as we go through these series of presentations. Bless every hearer, and may, as we come out, we will listen to your words, And we will learn from it. It's my prayer. In Jesus precious name. Amen. Until tomorrow friends. May God bless you. Maranatha.